What up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to episode 12 of What the Fanboy Podcast. Chris, light it up. podcast i'm really glad all of you guys could join us for another week of nerding out and sweating we've got a lot to go in the show today some crazy stuff went down this week pretty busy agenda yeah um i forget to introduce ourselves every time now (laughs) really bad at this i'm chris and i'm tyler Okay. And Luke hates us, so he never introduces us anymore. I don't introduce myself, though, either. <laughs> and that's Luke. <laughs> Hi, Luke. I kind of want to just leave it like that. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. I mean, we're 12 episodes in. Hopefully, they know <laughs> us by now. One of one of the podcasts I listen to, the guy puts the wrong episode number, like, probably every other week. <laughs> he says the wrong episode number, and then the other hosts just, like, laugh at him and yell at him because he gets it wrong all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, this is uh, episode 49. Yeah, I'm Luke. Sorry, forgot my name. Hi, Luke. I'm Luke Cage Zilke. <laughs> yeah, so um, lots of going down this week, but uh, start off, have you guys done anything in your lives this week that is fun? Uh, I haven't done too much, but I did get... Or not fun. I did get the <laughs> um, new Sonic Mania game. And that is, it's, it actually has a really cool story and show, like, it makes me really like Sega because of its story. There was a group of people making custom, like, fan-made Sonic games in the same style of the original Sonic on the Sega Genesis and, like, Sonic 2 and Sonic and & Knuckles and all those. And so they were making really good fan projects. So Sega was just, like, instead of Sega, like, suing them and stuff, Sega said hey, can we pay you to make an official Sonic game? And so they made Sonic Mania, and it's in the same style as the originals, the old school. Um, I mean, obviously, they look a little crisper. They're a little higher definition. So it's a platformer? Yeah. Oh, it's like classic 2D side-scrolling Sonic, and you can play as Sonic, Sonic and Tails, Tails, or Knuckles. And I freaking love Knuckles. And other than just doing some job stuff, like getting fingerprinted and stuff for work. That's all I've really done this week. Awesome, man. Sounds fun. I've never played a Sonic game, but I've, I've always thought they looked fun. You're missing out. Sonic's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what about you, Tyler? Did you do anything cool? So Madden 18 released this week. I got the GOAT edition, so I got it three days early, and I got a chance to check out... <laughs> the GOAT edition? Yeah, because Tom Brady's on the cover. Oh, is it actually called the it's goat? It's called ed- the goat edition, yeah. That is the greatest thing. EA, man. That is they're, awesome. They're kind of douchebags, but anyways. <laughs> so Madden has their new story mode, and I talked about it a while back when we did our E3 episode. So I got a chance to check that out a little bit. I haven't completed it yet. I'm hearing there's three different endings, um, but what I wanted to talk about is, one, the story. It's, it's kind of typical, but it's actually really good, and 
Kind of makes you fall in love with some of the characters. Also, Mahershala Ali is in it, and he plays like a really important character. If you don't know who that is, he won an Oscar for Moonlight. He yeah, was in Luke Cage. Actor, yeah. um, he's he's pretty awesome, and he does a really good job voice acting. So, Long Shot's pretty dope. If you haven't had a chance, check it out if you play sports games. Um, also, I finished season two of The 100 this week. Yeah. Pretty great. I'm, I won't spoil anything if you haven't watched it, but I'm happy. But just just watch it. <laughs> yeah, just just watch the show. It's pretty great. It's pretty elementary in season one, but it gets a lot better. And then my third thing I did and I'm doing is I picked up the Crisis on Infinite Earths book. Um, I already have Infinite Crisis and Final Crisis. So I'm officially embarking on the Crisis journey from DC. So I'm pretty excited. When was so. uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths originally published? 1985. Yeah. Nice. Mm. George Perez and... Marv Wolfman, classic. I'm not. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's about all I've been doing. You have doing. to let me know that is because I've I've always wanted to read that too. I'll give it to you as I finish each one. I uh, sorry, interrupted. Uh, <laughs> I say, Luke, what have you been up to? <laughs> I uh, decided to venture out into the unknown. I wanted to see a movie, so I decided to go see the Mummy. Even though I heard it was terrible. Uh, spoiler alert. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. Is it Transformers bad? No, 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 no. Okay. No. At least in this movie, they are trying to accomplish something. Uh, they just didn't execute it well. Um, one pro, Sophia Butella is great as a mummy. Um, cons, um, a bad script with bad direction just never works who directed it um alex kurtzman know who that is <laughs> nope no idea okay. what else has he done um he's done some transformers scripts awesome <laughs> so that kind of so you know he's good yeah that kind of shows his experience but like tom cruise is, is not he, good in this is movie. he just tom cruise he does run so that's pretty cool he's really good at running but like they tried to make it an action comedy jake johnson's in this movie and I didn't know that, so like literally ten seconds of this movie, I'm like, oh, I I get what they're going for, but yeah, they they made it a comedy. They should have gone horror, and it didn't work. So just don't see it. So hope for the future monster movies or no? Yeah, still, I still have hope. I'm pretty sure they'll do a tone shift into more of a horror thriller vibe than the comedy. It's just so. frustrating because we already had a action comedy mummy movie and it was great it was, yeah we didn't need another comedy mummy movie we needed a heavy action horror comedy movie or mummy movie <laughs> <laughs> or we, action horror comedy drama we needed action, a heavy action, action comedy action, horror sci-fi drama thriller race car movie yeah. <laughs> we, we needed we needed a heavy action horror mummy movie and that's not what we got and call it speed racer but oof. <laughs> Yeah, so that was pretty rough, but that wasn't really the only thing that was rough this week. Me and me and Tyler were kind of freaking out this week because DC had they kind of had a um, what would you call this? An aneurysm? Maybe on the internet, everybody a was. You you walk past a dumpster with like a blowtorch, you just turn the blowtorch on and just throw it in there, man. That's what that's what Warner Brothers looks like right now. Yeah, it was it was not good. They 
Okay, I'll kind of sum up what happened in case you don't. So I think it was Monday or Tuesday, um, Hollywood Reporter and websites like that broke a story that... I think Deadline was in on it, too. Yeah, the like top three sites, like yeah. Hollywood Reporter, Rap, Deadline, like those three, they're all like, okay, Martin Scorsese is going to produce a Joker origin film, and it's not going to be in the DCU, and Jared Leto is not going to be in it. So, sorry. And so... People were kind of like, oh, well, this is interesting movie outside the DCEU. And then I don't know what side it was, but they're like, hey, there's this interview with Matt Reeves from mid-July. And he stated, yeah, my Batman movie is going to be standalone. And that's when um, all the DC fans kind of lit a fire to the Internet. And, and they started freaking out. <laughs> the world went crazy. And me and Tyler were kind of freaking out for a bit. I mean, honestly, we probably should have known better. Yeah. But we're just, we're fanboys, so we kind of we freaked out a little bit jerk, too fast. Had a little knee-jerk reaction. Um, but, oh my gosh. What did you think about this, Tyler? My first thought was when I saw Scorsese attached to a Joker origin movie, I wondered, is Leonardo DiCaprio coming back? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like, I kind of figured the Batman thing, which has since been cleared up um, by yeah. Matt Reeves himself, but... When I saw that, my first thought was, we're already having trouble getting people to like the DCEU, so why start another universe? Yeah. But then I thought, well, maybe he just means it's like Wonder Woman, where it's kind of on its own. You don't really have to watch all the other ones to understand it, and that kind of turned out to be exactly what it was. So. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's the same way when people talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, they the words they use are they say you know there hasn't been a standalone black widow movie yeah they haven't made a black widow movie it's not an avenger movie yeah Yeah. in the in the marvel cinematic universe those are the exact words that are used when people talk about that so i don't understand where the confusion came from i think it was someone trying to get clicks on their stories oh absolutely and that's exactly what it is it's and it's and it's, you can't blame the websites. No, no, no. Because that's where they get their money. It's yeah. the people on the internet. They're just so dumb. I'm one of these people. I'm <laughs> so dumb. I see an article and I freak out about it. And like less than a second, I'm like, what's DC Warner Brothers doing? How can they be doing all this stuff? They're going to ruin my franchises. And I just want to watch these movies all in the same. I want to watch Justice League. It hasn't even come out yet. And it didn't, it didn't even it didn't mean anything. <laughs> they just got my clicks because I went to, you know, every single one of those websites just so I could read everybody's comments. Yeah, and that's that's typically I just go on Twitter, so I don't click on their website. Mm-hmm. I go on Twitter and see what everybody else is saying. Oh, I absolutely go to the site. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. It seems, and like we've kind of alluded to, it's already been cleared up for the most part. Yeah. The only thing that hasn't, I well, let's turn back a little bit. There's also been some announcements about Gotham City Sirens and Suicide Squad Two, and Jared Leto's confirmed to come back for those. But in the same breath, that's when they mentioned the Mark Martin Scorsese movie and Jared Leto's not attached, which if it's an origin movie, I guess it kind of makes sense. But I just I don't think I don't think anything's coming. Of I, that. I don't think we'll see that come to fruition. But at the same time, I I'm fine with elsewhere Elseworlds. Oh, yeah, I'd be fine oh, with yeah, Elseworlds sure. down the line. Yeah. Um, but. I don't think it's the time for it. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen anytime yeah. soon. And, like, at least the person that wants to make it is Scorsese. 
Yeah. It's not Alex Kurtzman. Well, and I would yeah. I would rather see that than the other Joker movie that has been Oh yeah, the, popping up in the news. The Joker Harley movie. Yeah, the Joker the Joker Harley Quinn movie sounds like a piece of garbage that no one needs to make or see. I feel like it's just a working title for something else i don't think that's gonna ever well, yeah, be a i thing. don't want i don't want a movie focusing on them because they don't have a relationship there is nothing there to focus on right it's it's, it's, it's not a good relationship yeah, to focus on you can't on. make an entire movie about a sociopath and a codependent like that's not a movie it'll be it'll be interesting you can put that in, in a, a movie, movie. Yeah. yeah but yeah you're right you can't have a movie just about that that would be an hour long and super boring yeah. and probably un- a little uncomfortable <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a lot of uncomfortable. Yep. So so after all of that, there was some fun Twitter banter um, between Jeff Johns and James Gunn. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. Um, and Jeff John, like, I think it was James Gunn was talking about he's doing a TV show. Is it uh, Starsky, Starsky and Hutch? And Hutch. Okay, yep. I, that's what I thought. And somebody released some fake story about it, and he goes, "Oh man," essentially he says, "Oh man." gotta love those guys who leak fake stories and jeff johns quotes the tweet and is like fake news on the internet (laughs) you're just kidding right like that's it's got to be real and this was after all these rumors came out so it's kind of like jeff johns like loosely saying look guys chill out everything's fine yeah none of that's actually happening but then we got a direct clear up from matt reeves himself it was almost like he woke up what the heck he was sleeping he goes hey guys What did I miss? Yeah, he's like, geez, what happened, guys? <laughs> of course Batman's in the DCEU. He's like, I'm just saying it's a Batman movie. It's not going to have all the other characters in it like some of these other Cyborg's movies. not going to come in and... And save the day. Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh. And then it kind of goes back to like what you were saying. They yeah. they do that in the MCU. They say the same terminology. Yeah, those that's the language that's used. Yeah, like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two had absolutely nothing to do with any of the other Marvel movies. It's, it's, it's still, a story about Star Lord. Still in the universe. Yeah, right. So I think it's just people freaking out, and also I think it's and I've said this a hundred times the negative connotation that surrounds the DCEU. It's so easy to get people to buy what they're selling. Yeah, because you know, like everybody wants to hear bad for some reason. You don't, you don't go into a Marvel movie saying, "Oh man, I hope it's not bad." You say, "I hope it's really good. Like it's gonna be great." And then people go to DC movies and they're like, "I just hope it doesn't suck." <laughs> and that's kind of like the way the media is playing this too. Like they know people look for for bad stories on the DCEU. They know people are gonna click on it. Yeah, everybody wants to see him fail. So DJ Khaled is probably the big supporter. They don't want to see you win, is what he's saying to the DCEU right now. <laughs> so, it's a mess. Yeah it it was it was an awkward week with all that. Oh well, it's whatever. Also, another DC news: Jared Leto. I don't know if you heard about that interview. Super, super, super proud to be part of the DCEU. He he mentioned that in an interview. I can't remember who it was with. It was with two co-hosts, but he he was like, "I'm proud of." Yeah, it, it was on know? some radio station. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm, pr- I'm proud to be a part of that world, and I, I can't wait to go back. Yeah, yeah he takes it real seriously. Which... Yeah, and he, he said that all the method acting stuff that came out was just a bunch of garbage. But at the same time, he was kind of feeding into that, oh, too. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he was just having fun. Which, yeah. Everyone who's ever played the Joker, I mean... They've, they've all done weird stuff. Well, Nicholson told Ledger not to accept the role. Yeah, he was and like, dude, not, don't not do that. Joker. 
I think that Leto is doing it in a different way that is hopefully healthier for his oh, mental sure. health. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a tricky role to nail down because you really gotta. I mean, the Joker's a pretty dark character. Yeah, just 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 a little, and that's putting it lightly. <laughs> so, so I I mean I don't know. I'm happy that Leto is is excited to come back because I do think we deserve to see more of him before we say he's terrible. Yeah, you know I don't, I don't think that a look can ruin a casting. I think it's all about the acting. So I I'm excited to see him come back. I would I would like to see what Matt Reeves can do with him. Absolutely. And then if he still sucks after that, then just drop the Joker. Then you don't you don't need him anymore. There's plenty of Batman villains, you know. Well, and even in recent The Dark Side War, there's mention of three Jokers. Oh, so so they could just Let's wash not it. go into that, man. That's No, they don't, <laughs> but if they wanted to wash it, they could. It's true. You know, the yeah. opportunity's there. So I mean, Joker returns. You know, he just rewrites someone else's DNA to become the Joker. Oh, in Batman Beyond? Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Plenty of opportunity for him to be fixed if if he's still not great. Which, which I still think that he, he will do fine. I think I do too. I think he'll be awesome. <laughs> I think part of the problem is that everyone compares him to uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, which is a different Joker. It's a mm-hmm. totally different character going for a different like different outcomes it's so i think that people need to stop comparing the dceu to chris nolan films in general because they're yep they're completely different different tones like they're it's a different world yeah different world they were they're trying to accomplish different things so agree 100 percent. yep you can't make a universe out of the type of movies that chris nolan was making you can't make yeah there was no superpowers yeah superman when he showed up in that world man He'd have been batman v so superman would have been like a two-minute movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah no I, you're absolutely right i agree 100 well, percent. Yeah, and like chris nolan makes epics and you can't make a like if every movie in the marvel universe was on the scale of the dark knight trilogy like they would be bankrupt like, yeah, just, like that they're too high of a scale to, to carry forward into into a larger universe right no i agree i i I love the Dark Knight trilogy, but there's no there's no world to make out of that movie yeah. or out of those movies. Yeah. All right. Any last thoughts on that DC shenanigans before we move on to something probably a little more positive? Uh, just let DC do what they're doing. Like, don't freak out about stuff. Absolutely. Let's freak out after the movies come out and you know if they're good <laughs> or bad. Then, right. you, then you can freak out. <laughs> well said. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I like that. All right. Let's move on to something I thoroughly quite enjoyed. Um, last week, we talked about the first four episodes, non-spoilers, about Defenders. Well, we're here to finish the job. We're talking the full thing now, a little non-spoilers, in case you still haven't finished. And then we're going to go in a little bit to full spoilers, and maybe we'll talk about future seasons of individual shows. We'll give pro cons. So, Tyler, I'm going to start with you. What you think? Non-spoilers. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think there is a lot more to be had in future stories with them. But I really, really enjoyed Defenders for what it was. An eight-episode an eight episode movie. Yeah. I mean, we kind of mentioned that last week. But, um, yeah, I just I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, even the terrible acting from Finn Jones got was easy to overcome once they were all together and around each other. I thought he was 
he was fine. I mean, he didn't bother me that much. He started to ga- gain some confidence and kind of be the cocky douchebag he's supposed to be. And so, I mean, I I enjoyed the show a lot. I'll definitely be giving it a watch later. And it actually made me really want to watch the other shows as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one I've actually been able to get through bes- Daredevil. is Daredevil. <laughs> I didn't make it through Jessica Jones. I, I didn't try Luke Cage. I just never had time. I was super busy. I was getting married when all that was going down. So... <laughs> I didn't have Sounds a chance important. to watch that one, and then Iron Fist. I, I, I don't. I still don't know if I'm gonna watch that one. I might watch like four episodes of it, like four select episodes. You just watch the last four, the last four episodes of it, and then go from there. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, I agree. I really enjoyed it too. I had a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the characters. Had a lot of cool action, and the Daredevil showrunners did it. Yeah. Which there, helped yeah. its cause. Yeah, it really did. What'd you think, Chris? Uh, I I liked it. Um, I thought the action was great. I yeah. really liked uh, Mike Coulter. I thought he was one of the shining stars in, in the show. Um, that's uh, that's Luke Cage. Um, if you don't know, he <laughs> uh, I thought he brought a lot of heart to the team. Heart and soul, baby. Yep. Which, uh, you know, the other heroes didn't necessarily bring but that's because of who their characters are like matt murdoch isn't like he's much more like calculating i guess and jessica jones is much she just more doesn't not, care yeah not caring <laughs> she's a honey badger and super uh, apathetic and iron fist is just dumb <laughs> he's like the kid of the yeah. group yep so uh which i was man iron fist was Okay, so we're doing we're doing non spoilers right now, right? Yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. Yeah. Um he wasn't as bad as I thought he he was going to be for the second half. Right. But he improved. Right. Um I mean, it wasn't without its problems, like any show. Uh, and some of the problems were they were interesting for me because there were certain characters that I didn't think were that great. But I also think that they were acted well. Like, I, okay, so just I'm I'm talking about Alexandra, uh, Sigourney yeah. Weaver's character. I thought Sigourney Weaver did the best possible job with what she was given. I didn't think that that character was written very strong. I agree, and we, we can yeah. kind of get into that yeah. later. Yep, I'm I'm with it. Yep. Um, Luke. I mean, you already kind of said. Yeah, your I kind of said I. I I really really enjoyed the show a lot. I think I don't know which one is my favorite in between Daredevil season one, season two, and this. Honestly, like it may not be like the best one made, like as an actual show, like with script and stuff. But this one was just so much fun. And you know what, Daredevil isn't really that much fun. It's kind of dark and depressing most yeah. of the time. This one with like having all the characters together, it brought so much levity and so much fun. And like gave me that feeling I had when I watched the Avengers. Yeah. And like they're all together and you're like, man, this is just so cool. And that leads me to my next question. Do you think and and I want I want to try to get out of tens for it, if that's cool, but do you think a lot of the reason you enjoyed it so much is because it's a team up? Um, yes and no. Because I there's parts of it like teaming up when like oh that's spoiler never mind we'll talk about it later yeah but like there's parts where they like do stuff together and there's parts where they're not together and it like impacts the story of them together but because they're on their own like 
certain things happen. I think that's cool. So it, like them being a team up series, I think does elevate it some, but I don't think it. You don't think it relies solely on? Yeah, a it doesn't team rely. Up. Yeah. Yeah, but it does allow them to bring what worked from all their shows, all of the shows, mm-hmm. into it. So. Yeah, so I really enjoyed it. Cool. Out of tens. Oh gosh. I mean, I know mine right away, but ten. No, it's kidding. <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, I I definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, I don't know how much meat was actually there for it, so I I'll give it a seven and a half or an eight. What about you? Just for entertainment value, Tyler. I give it a seven. Yeah, I think I'd give it an eight. Yeah, I'd give it a seven. I mean, I I'm kind of with you. Like, it's a pretty streamlined show. I mean, it's eight episodes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, and that's another thing I wanted to say. Like, this isn't a spoiler. The story is really simple. Yeah. And yeah. I oh, really yeah. enjoy that in team up movies. You yep. don't need to. Don't complicate things. You don't need to complicate. Yeah. Just just let it be easy and streamlined. Focus and on just... focus on the characters. Yep. That's the only yeah. thing that matters in the first team up. And I think they did a very serviceable job to each character yeah i agree yeah so all right cool should right. we should we get into the spoilers? Get into spoilers all right all right let's do it all right so if you haven't watched defenders from episode four on or the whole show or I the guess, whole show yeah i guess the whole show now we all we all recommend you watch it you should watch it it's it's good it's a really good time but you should tune out now and come back after you finished it hit the pause button <laughs> watch defenders come back and listen to us because yeah. our opinions are super nifty. <laughs> <laughs> Gee golly. All right. Spoilers. 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 All right. Chris, what was, uh, what was a pro and con you had with this? All right. Uh, a pro for me was the uh, the ending fight scene. Oh, like yeah. the whole The whole ending fight sequence was I thought was great. Yeah. so much fun uh seeing them together all together fighting and working together yes was awesome there was some there were just some shots in that of um like of them them like you seeing like a a synergy between the way that they were fighting with you. it wasn't four people in a room fighting a bunch of people each individually fighting they were fighting together like, together against against the hand uh, and so that was really cool as opposed to um, like the first time we saw them together it was there was a little bit of working together like when Danny Rand hid behind Iron Fist but it was a lot more of them Luke each. Cage when he hid behind Luke Cage <laughs> sorry when Danny Rand hid behind himself <laughs> no yeah that, he, when that's he a hid, skill when he hid behind Luke Cage um, but other than that one instance in that first fight it was mostly them each kind of having their own fights in the same room as each other yeah. Whereas in this last fight, they were really working together, and that was really cool to see. Um, a con was the uh, after that fight was the like five minutes worth of ending wrap up, just like going from scene to scene. It was like five scenes that could have all been the last scene. One of the, one of them was really cool. Um, Which I'll, one? I'll let Luke talk about that later. Oh, um, okay. I know. I know what you're talking about then. But then. <laughs> And the rest of them, I thought, were longer than they needed to be. Some of them weren't necessary. I thought that it was like five minutes of, we all know he's still alive. <laughs> Just show him already. Talking about 
uh, Daredevil. They're like, we all know he's still alive. And they just dragged it out so long before they finally showed him. Interesting note about when they did show him that um, that nun that they, they called to bring, like, they were like, go get it, Sister, whatever it was. Sister Beatrice. I don't remember what name they said. I don't know. Um, <laughs> which I should, because um, I read after the fact that in the original stories that that nun turns out to be his mother. Oh, dang. I can dig it. That's dope. Yeah. So That's awesome. That's why everybody was freaking out about the cliffhanger. I saw it, yeah. and I was like, that's exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah. It didn't, like, blow me away. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. those, are, those are good. To to piggyback on you talking about the five different endings, um, I don't know if you saw it. I texted Luke. Um, in the end credits, about two and a half minutes through it, there's a Punisher trailer. Did you stick around and watch that? Oh, I, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. You had to like, you had, to, so it like even minimize the screen and you have to go back up there and like reopen it to see it. But there mm-hmm. is a Punisher trailer. Cool. They've since posted it online. Yeah. But um, I think I've seen some stills from it. I don't know. It, it looks pretty good. It just looks like mass murder all the time. It's, it's a really simple trailer. Yeah. But it doesn't really tell you cool. anything. It just shows him killing a bunch of people and beating the crap out of the cement to build a Punisher logo. Yeah. <laughs> classic superhero yeah it's pretty cool I, I mean i liked it yeah me too it's about time we get something yeah <laughs> um i guess i'm up uh sure so um my biggest pro would have to be the actors in their own individual right besides finn jones <laughs> um mike coulter was awesome. Yeah, he you know he, he brought it. You he's, mentioned it earlier. He's he, good. He's real good. And if he ever wants to, you know, leave the Marvel side of things, he'd be a great John Stewart. But um <laughs> he he was awesome. I, I really fell in love with his character. It really made me want to watch his show. Um even if it's a bad show. Just watching him act. I, I just enjoyed it a lot. Um Jessica Jones, I did not like her show, but she was awesome. Like I, I she might have been my favorite character. Like she, she was very, very fun. She cracked a lot of jokes, which usually I'm not a big fan of, but the way she did it was great. When when she steals that beer on the subway, yeah, <laughs> on their way to like the big battle, she's like, yeah. ah, well, it's it's been a long way. It's been a long day. <laughs> I, I thought that was great. Um, Am I the only person who doesn't know karate? <laughs> Finn, Finn Jones improved as the show went on. I will I say agree. that. I think he's a better ensemble actor than he is a solo actor and is in like he cannot carry a scene but he can interact in a scene very well he does fine um and then charlie cox dudes dudes got his imprint on daredevil like i know this isn't in the back half but in the opening episode when he's doing the the courtroom scene with the kid who's paralyzed that scene was like moving i was like man he's he's got it He's got Matt Murdock down. He's a great daredevil. He has like little twitches that you would think a blind person would have. He just he just nails it. And and I was really happy with all the acting. My biggest con for the show I guess I'd have to say Iron Fist, man. He's just not He got better, but he's just not good. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like with the Iron Fist thing. I I really get why people don't like him. But like Man, you didn't watch his show, so you like have no idea. It's like a completely different character now. 
Is he better now? I actually like Iron Fist now. Mm, I don't know if I'm gonna watch <laughs> Iron Fist then, because I, I mean, I liked him. I guess, I guess by the end of it, I liked him. Um, yeah, it's clear that they're building, they're building him into a better character. Yeah, well, they're very aware that his show sucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're they're very aware of that, and I think they spent a lot of this show, and I guess this more is another con. They spent a lot of this show trying to redeem him and make him a likable character. Yeah. Well, he was such, he was such a pivotal part of the show. Like he. Almost, I, I don't know if it was him or Daredevil that felt like the Iron Man. Like how I, the Avengers felt like it was about Iron Man. Like as if it was written around that character. Yeah. yeah. I think it was Iron Fist. Um, I don't feel like he was the leader of the team, Iron Man type of guy. But Absolutely he, not. He yeah. was definitely the focus of the show when they were writing it. Yeah. So, definitely. but yeah, I mean, that's, I have way more pros than cons. So Yeah, absolutely. I actually have one con. But uh, I'm, I loved everything about this show except for um, Sigourney Weaver. She, like, was wasted. Yeah. Her she character was, was boring. Like, and she's really good in the show, but, mm-hmm. like, you think you're building up to something, and then Electra stabs her in the back, and you're like, okay. Well, and when she dies, like, my reaction was like, oh. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, let's just move on to the next episode, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And like, and then Electra didn't really live up to her, like what I thought she was going to do. I didn't really get what Electra was trying to accomplish. Her, I've always been this way mantra thing. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. kind of messy. I her, think. Yeah. her motivations were really unclear, which I think is important for a good villain to know why they're a villain. And yeah, just... but it, I mean, I didn't care because. My favorite part was when they're down there underneath the dragon and they're all fighting each other. Yeah. It was so awesome. My favorite part of the show is when I, I alluded it to in the intro that I did, but um, they're all like surrounded. And then uh, Luke Cage says to Danny, he's like, Danny, light it up. The fist glows and goes into this sick hip hop beat. You're just like, oh, yes, bring <laughs> it on. Oh, I loved it so much. I was like up standing in my room, like dancing to the beat, like cheering him on. It was crazy, man. Yeah, that that final fight with the, with the hip hop music was just that's dope. Yeah, I just I still think that, and a part of it is because of the way they have to be shot. I think like the hallway scene in uh, Daredevil Daredevil season two or the stairwell scene in Daredevil season two. So good, so good. The hallway scene in Daredevil one, but I also think a part of why those are in my opinion, better is because since it's only one, one person. person, you mm-hmm. focus on that one person, you see everything they do. Yeah. Whereas in this one, they have to cut between characters. Yeah, they had a cool little tracking shot and yeah. that they yeah, kind of did. It, was it wasn't really near long. as long. It was, it was a long open shot for yeah. the show. I mean, it was the longest shot it, of the show. Which yeah. is still really impressive because yeah. that's a lot of choreography going on at once. So yeah. I was all about that. But so, um, Yeah, with, within the constraints that they had of having a, like, having a four-member team and trying to show all of them, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, last week we kind of had predictions for the end of what we thought it was going to be. One of my predictions was right that Punisher wouldn't show up. Yep. I was. I yep. thought he would. Yep. But he didn't. Me too. I guess I he kind of did. <laughs> he show up after the credits. <laughs> yeah. After the credits started. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're wrong on that one. I was. I was pretty much wrong on all mine. 
I thought Sigourney Weaver was going to live, and that wasn't true. Um, yeah. I did not think she was going to die that early. Oh, me either. me either. I didn't expect if it. If anything, it would have been like at the very end, you know, like normal yeah. classic third act. But also, we all thought Electra was going to be redeemed. Yeah. That definitely wasn't the case. Nope. <laughs> she remembered who she was, though. Yeah. That was Just one. not in a very good way. <laughs> but she did get, we all thought Stick was going to die. Yeah. Oh, another right. Provo show. Stick was incredible in this. Yeah. He's incredible in Scott everything Glenn he's in. Scott Glenn is <laughs> yeah. the man. Yeah, Stick was... He was a great character. Yeah. I think they, they used him really well um, as like a third, a, th- a, a third side almost. Whereas, you know, you have the hand, you have the defenders and then yeah. you have like the chased. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, the chased was kind of its own separate third, third side in this war. Mm-hmm. And I thought that he was just, he was used really well. Um, and his, his death felt meaningful. Oh Yeah. Whereas yeah, I mean, we've been Weaver's death when he dies, while. you're like, gosh, yeah. dang it, Electra, you suck. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver's death didn't feel meaningful. It was just like, okay. It's almost like dead. they ran out of money to pay her, and they were just like, hey, we got to kill you, dog. You just can't <sighs> be here anymore. You're too expensive. Probably. But, yeah, I, I agree. Stick's death made me sad. Yeah, we didn't do too good on our predictions, and that's what made me sad. I watched it on my own. And so when he died, I was like, no, no. And then Dana comes out and she's like, what? I'm like, nothing. He's like, stick died. Who? Exactly. <laughs> no. So uh, that leads me into a question. What do you think, based on kind of those endings that kind of like Chris was talking about, and I'll kind of go into this. Maybe I should just go first, but I don't know. Uh, what do you think this is going to lead into for their individual next seasons? Where is Madam Gal? We saw her kind of sneak away behind everything, and we don't know where she went. Yeah, she's the next major villain, I think. Oh, yeah. And she has the Force, so that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, just out of nowhere when they're fighting. All <sighs> wrecking, she's wrecking a boss, people. man. She's a old... She reminds me of Yoda. Old boss. She's like Yoda. She creeps up with her cane. <laughs> and then she just destroys them. Yep. One of the predictions that I'm kind of thinking about mainly has to do with Daredevil, but like... I think they're going to go into Frank Miller's born again storyline at the, in that book, um, Kingpin drops his apartment building on him. Kind of the and same idea, kind of the same idea, yeah. except instead it was just an entire building and a dragon fossil. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think they're going to go into that. I think he's going to wake up, have amnesia and I think he's going to be able to see. Oh, I think it's going to be a big twist, but also I'm pretty sure Iron Fist, Danny Rand is going to be in Daredevil season three at the beginning and he's going to be Daredevil because Iron Fist in the comics does take over as Daredevil for a while. Just to keep everything at bay. Yeah. And I think kind of like with Charlie or Charlie, I guess his actor's name, but with Matt's sacrifice, he's like, protect my city. I think, oh, yeah, he I does think Iron Fist that. is kind of like, okay, I get it now. It's, it's a bigger picture. I think he's going to kind of come into his own as Iron Fist. He's going to wear the Daredevil season one proto suit, which looks exactly like the Iron Fist suit, except he's going to make it yellow and green when he's not Daredevil anymore. And that's how he's going to get his suit in Iron Fist season two. Well, we sucked at predictions, but I hope you're right. I think, I think my prediction is pretty good for this one. Yeah. I mean, it, it all would make sense. I mean, at the end, he's up on top of the building. He's in the exact same like kneeling brood stance as Daredevil always is when he's looking over Hell's Kitchen and you look up and the Empire State Building is red. Yeah. 
no, the world doesn't know Daredevil just died. And I think that's symbolizing that Iron Fist is well, that, Daredevil for a little what bit. What they've done with the color palette, the whole show, that would yeah. make sense. So that yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's a good point. You heard it here first. What about you guys? You guys think anything crazy is going to happen in the next seasons? Does Punishers count? Sure. I don't think anybody's going to be in Punishers. It's going to be crazy, though. <laughs> Except for maybe, like, Foggy and Karen. Yeah, I can though, see Karen. Karen will probably most likely be in it. Yeah. She'll probably have an actual role, I think. I don't know if she's been cast in the show, but I'm sure she'll show up at some point. Um, Misty will probably get her robot arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For Luke Cage Season 2, and they'll yeah. kind of be, like, a team. They're going to go save Harlem. Dope. I, don't, I really don't know... If what what's gonna happen with Jessica Jones? I was gonna say I have like, no idea what they're gonna do with her show. She seems the most unchanged out of the characters, other than that she seems more uh, that that ending scene of her, of her grabbing the elevator. I think might have been meant to be a bit of a turning point for her. I think she's just more aware. She's able to see herself as a hero. Yeah, she's gonna be. She's not gonna be afraid to just yeah. help people if she needs to. Yeah. Um, but she'll still be a alcoholic. Well, <laughs> I think she's like Hancock. I think you're, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think you're dead on with the Iron Fist predictions. Yes, and that's like absolutely gonna happen. I think that they started. I think that that was part of the plan from the get go with the original Daredevil uh, proto suit. Yeah, um, that's some good planning. I think the Daredevil. Uh, the next Daredevil season, I mean, it could be something similar to um, the third Batman movie, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah, where you know he's 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 broken and needs to. It's going to be the first half of the season is going to be him getting better, and then the second half of the season is going to be him kicking butt. Yeah, so. just I, makes me think of Oliver when he dies. Air quotes. Oh, that was so dumb. Yeah. But that's what I thought of when I saw him laying in the bed. That was very badly handled. Could have been really cool, though. Oh, it could have been great. But but they they did it wrong. Did everything wrong about that. All right. Do you guys uh, have any final thoughts, final pro, a final con, anything like that? It's going to be a while before we see another season. Yep. Uh, I didn't think Bakuto should come back, but I thought he was just as annoying in in this in this show is that the iron fist guy the he's yeah. the one who fights colleen oh. also that swords. i really enjoyed that fight scene. that fight was cool yeah anytime he opened his mouth i was annoyed yeah <laughs> but, yeah that fight i'm was cool. here for you colleen or um is that her name yeah i'm here for you colleen yeah whoa dude creepy yeah super creepy getting kind of weird um but overall, I it was fun. Yeah, you, you should watch it. It's tons of fun. Absolutely. Yeah, there's fight scenes are great. Most of the interactions, most of the dialogue is fun. There's great jokes through parts of it at appropriate times. Like it's, yeah, it's definitely worth your seven and a half hours. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. All right, I guess that sums everything up for Daredevil. Uh, we're gonna defenders. Oh yeah, 
Well, Daredevil and The Defenders. <laughs> Daredevil season 2.5. I listened to... I heard a lot of people say that it felt more like Daredevil season 2.5 than it did a Defender show. Even though it's pretty much Iron Fist season 1.5. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was more Iron Fist. But, but I, I could understand the feel of it being more Daredevil because the showrunners, it does function more like a Daredevil show than an Iron Fist show. Oh, it's Iron Fist 1.5 featuring Daredevil with special guest stars, the Defenders. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mention scene when Elektra's remembering and she's in Matt's apartment. I that really was, enjoyed that scene. That was really cool. Although it kind of went in a different direction than I thought it was going to go. Yeah. yeah. It went completely backwards from yeah. where I thought it was going to go. But I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, so. I agree. All right. Um, we're going to start a new segment. We might do this every week or every once in a while. I don't really know. But uh, we're going to give kind of our little final thoughts Final thoughts in, at every episode, just kind of about random things that maybe will be on our mind in like the comic or movie or TV show, video game, nerd, D&D kind of world, you know, that we all so much love, but can also really upset our times. We're going to kind of, I don't know, this we're going to troll the trolls. This could spark debate amongst each other and amongst listeners. I mean, and I mean, if it does tweet at us, let us know what you think. So mine is super simple and doesn't really have anything to do with, uh, with this episode at all, but we mentioned it last week. I'm just, I'm excited to start, um, a tabletop role-playing game with you guys. I've been reading all about running that for us. So I'm super excited to get started on that. And that's going to be Pathfinder. It's a game we're going to play. We'll let you know how it goes. Maybe somewhere down the line we'll record an episode of us playing, but it won't it won't be part of like our main continuity. Yeah. It'll be an Elseworld Martin Scorsese episode. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just I'm just excited to start doing that. <laughs> awesome. I am too. That's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to announce my character on this thing next week. Nice. You too. All right, Tyler. What's your final thought? All right, don't don't shoot me, but I think Bruce Tim needs to go. From the DC animated universe, I think I think it's time for him to step away. Um, he's getting too much into the pervy, creepish kind of guy, and I think it's time for him to to move on and and let's change up the direction of where we're going. Um, I'm hearing a lot of bad things about Batman and Harley Quinn. I'm hearing a, a lot of bad things about that, and the movie before that was Killing Joke, and again, not a very good movie. So I, I just think it's time for Bruce Tim to hit the road. Um, he's great, you know. He's done some really good things, but I th- I think it's time that he steps away. Yeah, I I love the Red Hood, but man, the Killing Joke just was, in my opinion, the worst DC movie to come out in a long time. So. It's it's bad, and Batman and Harley Quinn doesn't seem to be getting. That's better. really unfortunate. Yeah, Bruce Tim, he's got to go. Yeah, it's time. I love the Batman the animated series. It's one of the greatest things I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. You've got to go, man. Do something else. And yeah. they've they've already shown that an R-rated animated movie doesn't need to be pervy and weird. Like yeah, Justice, Justice League Dark was great. Maybe him and Alan Moore can go hang out in a cabin and write stories <laughs> together. <laughs> Alan Moore is a creep. Well, Bruce Tim's getting there. Some of his older, like, incredibly talented man. <laughs> such a creep <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it's getting pretty bad yeah, and i i agree he's gotta go and, you know it's sad because like that's the guy who did the shows of our childhood you know we mm-hmm. 
loved his stuff. I mean, he's, he's done awesome stuff his whole career, but his last two outings have just been pervy and kind of gross, and it's just it's not looking good. It's not a good look for Warner Brothers in D.C. to keep him around to keep making things bad. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, I agree. Thank you for your service, Bruce Tim, but I think it's time to, to pack your bags, homie. <laughs> All right, my final thought is I don't know if everybody's up on the news with what James Cameron said about Wonder Woman, but he called Wonder Woman <sighs> um, the love for Wonder Woman in Hollywood has been really misguided, and he thought it was a step back for women. Well, let me tell you something here, Mr. James Cameron. <laughs> Not every woman in the world has to be Sarah Connor or Ripley and tough and have a bad past or whatever. You can be a beautiful, cool, nice, loving person and still be super badass. And also, I just want to say I'd rather my daughter look up to Wonder Woman than look up to Sarah Connor because Sarah Connor is actually a terrible person. And also, why don't you just go sit in the corner and finish your Avatar movies that aren't going to come out for the next six years? <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think um, Patty Jenkins' response I thought was spot on. Perfect response. She basically said... Patty Jenkins is perfection. Yeah, she basically said women should be able to be any role. Just, and just you, like men. Yes, just like yeah. men. You shouldn't... Because basically James Cameron was saying the only women worth looking up to are the women that fit this archetype that I've created. He's He literally called um, Sarah Connor was a better role model for females because she was a bad mother yeah it didn't it's like what it's like sign, i can understand like yeah. you overcoming something from being a bad mother but it was clearly a tweet from someone who is disconnected from reality, reality. i thought i think and i think this goes for anyone who's listening who who's in media anything like that if you're going to discredit someone's opinion don't use your own work to do it yeah exactly and yeah. and he went after wonder woman and Hollywood with his own work. Yeah, he said this isn't this isn't a good example of what women should look up to. Instead, they should look up to this woman I made, which is right. being re-released in theaters right now in 3D. So go check it out, why don't you? <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. Maybe yeah. he's trying to conjure so up some popularity. So, uh, he's promoting the re-release of Terminator 2: Judgment Day in He's 3D. using he's using vitriol to promote his movie and I do not like that. James Cameron's becoming a real douche. Him and Bruce Tim and uh, Alan Moore should go live in a cabin together. <laughs> maybe Daniel Day Lewis will be there too, cobbling shoes, and they can all like make. Maybe they'll make a good movie. I mean, it's, I mean, Daniel Day Lewis isn't pervy or anything, but he's in a cabin somewhere. He's so. also a pretty dope actor, but <laughs> he's cobbling shoes in Italy. <laughs> so yeah, that's, all right. I mean, that's all I got. Yep. All right. That's that's it for today. Uh, kind of some announcements. Did we talk about yeah, uh, we're going to start playing Pathfinder, and if you are in the Wichita area, we're also starting a movie club. So uh, shoot us an email at whatthefanboy at gmail, or hit us up on the Twitter at whatthefanboy uh, to, for, for more information about that. Yep. So we're hit, watching a ton of classics, some newer movies, and it's we've got like 60 movies that are all Yeah, we've great. got a lot of movies. <laughs> so. Yep, you can follow me at the boy Wanda, T H E underscore B O I underscore W U N D A. And you can follow me at Tyler19Davis. But while we're on the topic of Twitter, 
Ah. We are actually in the works to be doing a Twitter giveaway. What? Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put together a little. I don't want to call it a loot crate, but essentially that's what it'll be. Prize box. A little prize box full of you know nerdy goodies. Maybe a movie. Maybe a T-shirt. Maybe Ooh. a poster. Maybe a statue. You never know. You um, never know what you're gonna get. But can, can I win? No. Oh man. Um, can Chris win? No. Ah, oh, darn it. Shucks. I was ask, hoping you could win. Ask me if, if I, I could win. Can you win, Tyler? No, I can't win. Oh man. <laughs> so basically, what we're gonna do is when we get to I think we're going to set it at 150. We'll set it at 100. When we get to 100 followers nice on Twitter, number. we're going to do a giveaway. Um, and to enter, I'm going to send out a tweet this week that says retweet and follow for a chance to win, basically. And once we hit 100 followers, we will do a random selection and we will get in contact with you and mail you your prize. So, yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Um, we're really excited. We're trying to. Trying to up the base a little bit. We're trying. We're working on a few things down the road that we need some support to do. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate all you guys who listen and follow sure. and favorite tweet at us. It's really fun to like interact with all you guys. Yeah. It's like my favorite part. Yeah, it, it's great. And and by doing so, you got you guys are helping us out. And so, if you guys could just continue to do that, we'd greatly appreciate it. Um, we have some awesome stuff that we've talked about and we kind of have it in the works at the moment that we plan on doing in the future. So this will help us tremendously. So yep. be on the lookout for that. Yep. Well, I guess that's it. Thanks for joining us guys. See you next time. See you next time. Peace. Tyler, light it down. Mm, yeah, no. look like NBA on TNT. I'd wear shorts and a suit jacket too. I'm currently wearing no shirt. One day <laughs> one day I'm gonna show up to record this in a suit. <laughs> Next time we have a guest. <laughs>